Hello, this is Bill Lytell, pastor of Gospel Baptist Church in Menina Springs. This is wisdom for your walk. Uh, years ago, um, I started diving in the Keys. 1979 was my first year going to Key West area, diving out to Marquesas and Moon Shoals, Half Moon Shoals and beyond. And we would uh, take our 16-foot boat and go down there. First started out going a week. Then we went like two weeks, and by the grace of God, got to go three weeks. Eventually, ended up going four weeks, or even went seven weeks one year, and caught lobster, sold them commercially, paid for the trip. It was like a dream come true, having a, a free vacation uh, in the Keys, rented a condo on the water, <clears throat> excuse me, had our boat there, and were able to go dive, and it was a tremendous um paradigm shift for me. I mean, going from pastoring uh, to that helped me. I got a tremendous amount of ideas for preaching. Numbers of sermons came out of those days of being out on the water, under the water. Spent over 5,000 hours approximately under the water. I uh, had uh, 35 years God gave me to do that for a vacation. It definitely was vacating my normal routine. Highly recommend that for a preacher to go do something crazy, something opposite. If you're, de you know, we're desk work, computer people, Bible people, reading, studying, meditating, get out in nature, get out there, exercise. I would come back in phenomenal physical shape, having uh, really, we swam about 10 hours a day every day, uh, except Sunday. And, you know, I would come back in tremendous shape physically. It would help my mental abilities. It would help my uh, spiritual life. It was just great all the way around. I was had I had to quit that a few years ago due to my ear trouble that I had just getting older. I'm now 68, not able to do that. But I learned some things that I want to share with you real quickly here on wisdom for your walk. I want to talk about the tragedy of shifting baselines. Now I know that that you do not know what is shifting baselines, preacher. Well, years ago somebody must have subscribed for a liberal. Uh, tree-hugging, ecological, um, you know, magazine for me. It was called The Blue Planet uh, Quarterly. And so I, I got The Blue Planet Quarterly, and I started to read the first issue. I mean, it, normally I wouldn't even read a left-wing conservancy magazine. Uh, I just, I don't, I believe they've gone way too far. They've kind of, they worship Mother Earth, you know, and et cetera. And just go too far in what they've done. But there was a principle in that magazine <clears throat> that I have seen happen spiritually. It was called the principle of shifting baseline. There's five things that they stated that I want to restate to you and then just real quickly, because this is just a short summation of this thought of shifting baselines. But I believe we're caught in a phenomenon. Every generation generation to generation to generation. Why is it that you'll have a fundamental generation, the next generation will be maybe less fundamental, called new evangelical, the next generation will be maybe liberal, and then the fourth generation will end up being not even Christian. They'll be Hindu, they'll be atheist, uh, they'll be some other false religion in the world. They'll so in four generations, they've fallen completely away from this old independent fundamental Bible-believing Baptist, King James, hymns of the faith, soul-winning bus ministry, going to being not even a Christian. 
happening in four generations. That's called shifting baselines. First of all, they stated in a magazine, the first phenomenon was when people go to the beach or dive coral reefs, many leave in awe, struck by the beauty of the ocean. Unfortunately, in many cases, people are visiting degraded coastal environments and calling them beautiful, unaware of how they used to be. This is the first principle of shifting baselines. So the, uh, I, do I dove uh, from 1979, uh, about 35 more years past that. But the people who dove in that same reef in the 50s and 60s, uh, what they saw was different than what I saw. I went in 1979, went down on the reef and go, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, look at this, look at this coral, look at this elkhorn coral, look at this coral, look at the fish, you know, red grouper, black grouper, snapper, uh, lobster, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. But the people who had been there diving 30 years before me said, oh, they were sad. This is about, you know, there used to be coral uh, coming up, you know, Elkhorn coral coming up seven, eight feet off the bottom, as far as your eye could see. Of course, now when I went there, there was a much smaller Elkhorn coral area, but it, for, it, was, it was the first thing I saw. So to me, it was beautiful. But this poor soul who dove 30 years ago, he was sad at what I was seeing and rejoicing in. I was seeing something and rejoicing in it, thinking it was phenomenal. He was looking at it in sadness because it was so degraded from what he had originally started in. The phenomenon is that I, as a new as a new person entering into the system, will believe that what I'm seeing is the best there ever was, or it's what it should be, when indeed it isn't what it should be. It's a degraded thing. The second principle they state, or of shifting blaze signs, is what they say. Number two is these chronic, slow, hard-to-notice changes in areas people are now visiting are a concept known as shifting baselines. The third principle is they recognize needed a need for organization. Okay, so this liberal magazine is saying, look, people are going down there, young 20-year-olds are going down to our reef and saying, this is great, but it's not great. It's degraded dramatically from 35 or 50 years ago. And the process of deg degradation is continuing on in these reefs. But the newcomers think it's beautiful, so they don't even see a need. They don't even see a problem. Whereas the old timers say it's really fallen away from what it should be. So how are we going to stop this process of shifting baselines? That the baseline of the 20-year-olds is shifted away from the baseline of the 50-year-old. The 50-year-old shifted away from the baseline of the 75-year-old, each going down. Well, it says, first of all, we got to organize. Something's got to be done. Fourthly, they propose a specific action uh, to, to make the ocean, it says here, the Ocean Conservancy is partnering with several scientists and other concerned organizations in shifting baselines campaign. And then fifthly, they choose a line of attack. They do public service announcements, outreach efforts, campaigns aimed to educate the public on dangers posed when people accept ecological baseline shifts from previous levels and subsequent base future recovery on these lesser standards. I hope I haven't confused you here, but this is a fairly simple principle that people that started diving in the 50s saw a much better reef, many more fish, a much more beautiful environment than I saw when I started in 1979. But when I saw in 79, I accepted it as normal. Um, I basically, if I may say it this way, 
I accepted the abnormal as normal. I want you to get that. I accepted the abnormal as normal. Because the phenomenon of shifting baselines, I couldn't go back and tell you what it looked like in 1950 when it was pristine and untouched. And now you say, well, Brother Bill, I mean, I, I'm on this uh, podcast. I'm not really on here to learn about the oceans and ecology and everything else. Well, yeah, I'm entirely with you on this, but I, I want to put this in application to you real quickly. Um, we born-again believers of what fundamentalism is, an acceptance of the Bible in a normal, literal sense, and an endeavor to follow it exactly as it has been stated. In other words, to follow God's word as the most exactly way we possibly can. And, and that, is, that is what a fundamentalist is. A fundamentalist is not really a denomination. It's a, it's a philosophy. It's a mindset that we believe the Bible is the entire word of God, cover to cover, preserved by God, inspired by God, forever settled in heaven, and that it is uh, word perfect. And we want we endeavor to follow it word perfect. We want to do what the Bible says. We want to please God entirely, not partially, not a little bit. So we're called fundamentalists. But oftentimes our children uh, move away from us because they haven't seen, they had the experience of being saved out of wicked sin like we got, and, and they have, and they they what am I going to say? Have a shifting baseline. And they oftentimes will become what we call new evangelical. Well, they believe the Word of God mostly. They believe it could have some error. Uh, they, they believe that, that the culture has, uh, we should interpret the Bible maybe culturally, and that some of those things in the Bible don't apply like, like uh, dad and mom say they do. And they shift. Well, they have children. And those children see mom and dad. Now, they think mom and dad are what a Bible believer ought to be, but they're not. There's been a shift in the baseline from parent to, to the, the new mom and dad. And so these kids, which are now the grandchildren, they look at mom and dad as a standard. And they what, what parents do in moderation, uh, uh, children will often do in excess. So they tend to move left away from mom and dad. And, and, and now, now they're not just new evangelical, believing maybe most of the Bible's word of God. They become what we call liberal. And this is what I'm describing to you as apostasy and the process of it. And the third generation then becomes, they, they believe some of the Word of God, some of the Bible's the Word of God. Maybe, you know, the Beatitudes, the New Testament, but much of the Bible has been, you know, written by man, added to by man, cannot be trusted really. But there's some of it's the Word of God. It's not all bad. It's, there's some good things in it and some instruction that can help you. They don't believe really in the supernatural of the Bible anymore. They don't believe in miracles. They think people exaggerated to get attention, wrote those things in the Bible. That's your third generation. Well, now they have children. Those children look to their parents as what Christians ought to be. There's been a baseline shift from, from, from the original parents to the uh, children to now the grandchildren's parents. And these great-grandchildren look back at their, at their parents and they go, well, this is what Christianity ought to be. Well, oftentimes they do in moderate what parents do in moderation, the children will do in excess. So they fall away to the left a little bit more from those uh, what I would call liberal parents, 
and they think, and they many times reject Christianity in total. Uh, the fourth generation oftentimes will become Hindu, atheist, agnostic, uh, and, and just, you know, don't look, smell, act like a, like a Christian at all. So in four generations, you've had what you call, what happens to the wreath? You've had a deg degradation uh, of the environment, a degradation of the belief, a degradation of the life, to the place where eventually somebody, putting us back to the reef, somebody will go diving on the reef, maybe in 2050, all the coral may be dead, except for just a few little pieces of coral. There may be, most of all the tropical fish may all be gone, but they'll dive down there, never having seen it before, and they'll go, ooh, ah, oh my, isn't that fish beautiful? Oh my, there's a piece of coral, look at that. When, yeah. <laughs> If the great-grandfather would come back to him and say, look, man, when I drove this thing in the 50s, it was loaded with fish. It was magnanimous. It was beautiful. And, and the, even the child would say, when I drove it in 1979, it was still pretty beautiful. There was not as much, there were not as many fish, not as much coral. And we had moved away. There had been this degradation. But the fourth generation thinks this is the normal. Now, what am I trying to, what I'm trying to tell you? You can stop this baseline shift. The world's trying to stop it through education, through talking about it, and saying, folks, we can't accept the abnormal for normal. That's what they're saying. We cannot, we got to quit accepting the abnormal for normal. And I believe parents uh, who are sound in the Bible and, and fundamental Bible believers need to continually uh, and, and first of all, live in absolute uh, truthfulness and in transparency and holiness and not allow your children to have a baseline shift. Don't, don't show them a lukewarm Christianity. And then they won't show their kids a lukewarm Christianity, and then they actually begin to look like the world and become liberals, and then the grandkids are not even Christian at all. we got to stop this thing of baseline shifts and apostasy. Well, I hope this helps you. Now, the Bible says, Move not the ancient landmarks which our forefathers have set. That's the verses we want to look to. Um, we should keep ourselves by the grace of God. Jude says, Now to him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy in Jude one twenty four, There's so many scriptures. Time does not allow me to go through them all for you because it's just a little short podcast. But I hope you get at least the idea of what a baseline shift is without any further explanation on my part. The world understands what it is. The Bible calls it apostasy. It's from one generation to the next generation to the next generation to the next generation. It doesn't have to happen. It doesn't have to happen. Why? Because when I started diving in 1979, I went back and talked to them boys who dove in 1950, and they told me what they saw. They told me how many fish there were. They told me what the reef looked like. So based on their testimony, I realized that I was diving in a degraded environment. So I did not judge that as the best it ever was. And each generation of Christianity, the old timers got to keep the, the, the children informed, hey, this is what biblical, honest, true Christianity is about. This is what it's about. And then that generation tells the next generation, hey, look, this is what it is about. This is, this is what that's about.